0: Welcome to Eagles Nest Forum with Dr. Beechard Moorfield, an internationally known expert on biblically-based leadership and minister to ministers, who will share thoughts from the Word of God on successful living. Now, let's join Dr. Moorfield for today's
1: message. Yeah, I've, been, I've been thinking about this for a few weeks now. it been a kind of a personal quest of mine. Uh, it means to to speak, to preach, to proclaim, to teach, to prophesy. Not just prophesying with words, but to prophesy on the musical instrument. Because prophecy edifies, exhorts, and comforts the body of Christ, no matter how it comes. True prophecy. Uh, how, about, how about writing? All right, so we're talking about all these methods of publishing the gospel. Well, Jesus said the gospel must be published in all nations. And then in Acts 13, 49, we read that in that region, at least, the gospel was published in that region. So I've, I've begun altering my prayer somewhat. Instead of just asking God to open doors of ministry, I've asked God to open doors of ministry where the gospel may be published. I've, I've gotten very specific in that. Uh, there are there are things that can happen in your life as you are walking in a place that's pleasing to God that cannot happen otherwise. Uh, I, I hope that made sense. Um uh, when when Jesus had had um told his disciples to get into the ship. Now, this is not when he was asleep in the back of the boat. He told his disciples to get in the ship and go to the other side. And then he sent sent the multitudes away. What did Jesus do then? The Bible says he went up into the mountain alone to pray. Then the disciples, what were they supposed to do? Go to the other side. But in the middle of the sea of Galilee, about two and a half miles from shore, And that's a pretty long swim. But in the middle of the Sea of Galilee, a storm arose. And they weren't making any headway. They were just trapped in that storm. No matter how hard they labored and toiled, they weren't getting anywhere. big storm like that, you can't run with sails. It'll tip the boat over. and You've got to run with oars and whatever else you have to try to get get the boat through. They weren't going anywhere. So in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus did one. Came walking to them on the water. Now when he, when they saw him, they thought he was a spook. Yeah, the Bible says they thought he was a ghost, or a spirit. You know, the same word ghost. And so they cried out with fear. And 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 Peter had enough sense to cry out. Lord, if it's you, well, first of all, when they cried out in fear, He cried out back to them, don't, don't be afraid. It is I. Right? Now think about this. They are in a storm. The wind is strong. The waves are high. The, the wind is blowing, uh, spray everywhere. It's dark. There's no moon. There's no stars. You, you see all this taking place. And, uh, let me get back on this one. Yes, still, okay. But all that's taking place, and they cannot see him clearly. So he is some distance from the boat. Are you with me? And he said, Don't fear it's I and then Peter said, Lord, if it's you, what? Bid me come to you. And and Jesus uh, uh, preached one of his longest sermons in history that night, right? And I said one word come. And on the power of one word, huh? Peter got down out of the boat and walked to Jesus on the water. <laughs> Every time I read that, I just, that, that's something to think about. He walked to Jesus on the water. And he, as long as he had his focus on Jesus, he was walking on the water. But now, you, We know the story, don't we? And then when, when Peter got his eyes off Jesus, he saw the storm and boisterous, and he began to sink and he cried out, Master, save me. And Jesus was he was close enough to Jesus' at uh, that point to reach out and take him by the hand. Now, there's much to teach about here. Let, let me just make this one point. Guard yourself when you're really close to Jesus because that's the time you may feel confident enough to get your eyes off of him. Okay? When, when you know you're safest is when you'll Make sometimes your biggest mistake. But anyway, Peter cried out, Jesus saved him, and he walked back to the boat with him. My question is this Would they have seen that miracle of Jesus walking on the water? Would Peter have been engaged in that miracle, walking on the water himself, going back to the boat with Jesus, if they had not obeyed what he said? No. No. Hallelujah. Just a thought there. That, that happened to come to mind. Miracles again don't just happen. Uh, the the how can I put this? I I believe with all that is in me, according to the scriptures, that if we are walking in obedience to the word of God. And we get to a point where we can go no further. Expect a miracle. I'm talking, expect it. Because if you're doing what God said and you get to the place where you cannot go any further and you don't give up, you continue to strive, expect a miracle. If you have not yet gone as far as you can go, Keep going. And whatever you do, don't quit. Don't quit. When you get tired, you may have to rest a little bit, but don't quit. You may have to bail water in shifts, but don't quit. You may have to row in shifts, but don't quit. Never quit. Because if you ever come to that place where you can go no further, In what God has told you to do, expect a miracle. A real, verifiable, New Testament miracle of God. Amen? Amen. Amen. But in the publishing of the Word, we have to be diligent. So again, uh, I think it would behoove every believer... Regardless of, of what your position is in the body of Christ, because we're all witnesses, I think it would behoove every believer to pray that God would open doors of publishing for them so that we can publish the gospel. Amen. Amen. Well, let's, are you ready to get into the word? Praise God. <laughs> Well, one, one one more one more little appetizer before we get get, get into it. Uh, got a got a great question that was presented to us, and if you folks watching by Facebook, if you have questions, send us a question. Uh, we won't share your name unless you ask us to, and uh, but we'll answer your question. But here's the question: What is the difference between radical faith and using good judgment? Um. None. There's no difference in the two. If you're using radical faith, then basically what you're doing is you're saying if God said it, that settles it. That's it. Doctor says you're going to die. God says I'm going to live. The world says you can't make it. God says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Amen? The world says be afraid. God says fear not. If God said it, that's the most radical faith there is. It's not about emotions. It's not about hype. It's not about jumping up and down. It's not about people being slain in the Spirit. It's not about being seeing signs and wonders and miracles. It's about simply knowing if God said it, that settles it. The, 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 the Roman centurion who came to Jesus... His servant was at home, and the Roman centurion came to Jesus and said, Master, my servant is at home. I'm not worthy that you should come, un- come and even under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. You remember what the Bible says Jesus did about that? He marveled. Now, let me tell you something. When you do something that causes Jesus to be marvel, to marvel at your faith, that's radical faith. That's out there, my friend, as far as you can get. You can't get any further out on that limb. In fact, at that point, you ain't even on the limb anymore. You've you've left the limb and you're somewhere between there and heaven. But, but, you you understand what I'm saying? That's radical faith. So, it doesn't make any difference once you're facing if God said it. Hallelujah. Now, You you that are here tonight, think about it. What are you facing right now? I know what some of you are facing. I mean, I know all about it, but I know something of it. I think about what you are facing. Those of you that I know, I think about it often. And and when I think about it, I'll generally pray in tongues over it. What's the deal there? The deal is that I am bearing one another's burdens. That's what the Bible says. Not the care of it, but the burden. You know, the burden doesn't weigh much when the care of it's brought on Jesus. Yeah. I can handle the burden, it's the care of it that will kill you. So whenever I think about you that are here and, the, and the, the burden that you are bearing, I'll pray. I'll bear that burden with you. But I'm not going to be worried about it, anxious about it, fretful over it, fearful about it. No, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to fall into that. That's, that's the Lord's job. He said He cares for me. That doesn't mean he loves me. That means that if there's any, any threat and anxiety, anything of that nature is going to be, he does it. He's the only one that can handle it. Okay, so yeah. What what what's the most radical faith you can have? If God said it, that serves so when the, when, when the world says, when every medical test says that something is failing, God said, by His stripes, you were. Well, if God said it, that settles it. Uh, you, you might be battling a physical situation in your body that's trying to steal your life. Even steal your vision from you, your sight. But God said, mirror. "Say that again, brother Donald." Mirror. That's right. I got the peace of God. When you got the peace of God about it, when you've done all you can, having done all, stand, stand stand yeah having done all to stand stand and if that's your attitude if God says it that's something that, expect if you need a miracle expect a miracle praise God okay if the if the if the financial world tells you that you're going down the tubes and there's nothing that can save you but my god shall supply all mine and, and, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for me hallelujah <laughs> Glory to God. (laughs) Praise God. You see, that's the most radical faith there is. Now, what about good judgment? Well, it would seem to me that good judgment.
0: To correspond with Dr. Moorfield, you may contact him on his website at eaglesnestforum.com or join him on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Eagles Nest Forum. And be sure to subscribe to the Eagles Nest Forum YouTube page at youtube.com slash at sign Eagles Nest Forum. Join us again next time for another inspiring message by Dr. Beechard Murphy.